Hey, what is going down, guys? Talk Norris City here, back for another episode of the TNC podcast. This isn't Thursday night chats, this is the TNC podcast because apparently there's loads of TNC podcasts on iTunes. Yeah, we are copying quite a few people. Well, no, they, they copied us, they just got in quite early. Anyway, massive thank you for your support on the first few weeks' episodes. If you're on iTunes, then hello. If you're on SoundCloud, hello. But I assume you're on the YouTube channel, so hello, hello to you too. Um, Chris, one of the busiest weeks in recent Norwich City history has just yeah. gone down. We've got two games to talk about. We've got a managerial second to talk about. So much to talk about. So start talking. Um, let's let's Alex start. Is gone. Yeah, Alex Alex is gone. Let's start Biggest with that then. Point. Friday night, um, I was away in a hotel with yeah. my girlfriend celebrating our anniversary. Yeah. I thought perfect time to get away. Nothing's going to happen. Bang! Alex Neil sacked. Yeah, um, it was huge news, um, and um, my uh, potential brother-in-law to be um, unfortunately captured a, a video of me dancing, um, uploaded it on Twitter. Kind of went a bit. Wild, so apologies if that was um, misinterpreted. I wasn't um, celebrating the fact that Alex Neil had been sacked, but celebrating that this is a this is a new beginning. It was almost a release, wasn't it? Oh God, yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm just really, really, really looking forward to the new manager coming in now. He's just going to do the world of good. Players like Pritchard that are just rotting away on the bench. We can really, really utilise those guys now. Were you expecting it to, to come Friday night? I mean, No, not th- at all. There's, there's been points this season when it looked almost mm. nailed on. Um, well, I'm quite annoyed, Jack, because my um, EDP article got pulled last minute. <laughs> what a shame. Well, it, it, it's a shame. I've worked on it all week and Delia didn't even consider that my article's going to be in the paper. Delia. We'll have a look at Delia's book in a minute to, to keep her happy. Good old Delia. Um, I do love Delia. By the way, food tonight, we've got Bourneville. What percentage is this chocolate? 60? 70% cocoa? I don't know. Have you ever tried 90% cocoa? It's got 3.8 grams of protein per 100 grams. I'm not sure if that's good. But You're not going to be seeing gains from that. Um, no, but Cabbage Bourneville is the choice tonight. We've also got some um, rather questionable well, you Milky have. Way cake bars. You know, oh, by the way, right, my shopping delivery driver is an Ipswich fan and watches this video. And he turned up with these as a replacement for Cadbury's cake bars. No. Furious. Absolutely that's, livid. That's just distorted the audio anyway, as well as cracked the Milky Way bar. Anyway, um, football, come on. Yeah, so Alex Neal has gone. Um, was it the right decision? Yes. Should have done, should have happened in December. It didn't. Um, I think that the board have been thinking about it for probably quite some time. Um, but there was the thing is, right, everyone slags off the timing, but there was never a good time. There's yeah, never yeah. a good time to lose your job. There's never a good time to tell anyone was, that they're going to lose was your job. The, what, would the right time have been when we were still in the playoffs? We could see things were starting to take a bit of a fall. Um, we'd slipped from something like second to sixth, but we yeah, were still December. in the playoffs. So that, that would have been a good yeah, time. Yeah. So there was a right time. Yeah, but even then, for Alex Neal's sake, because yeah. now everyone is you know feeling sorry for Alex Neal, which is fair enough. He has got two million pounds, though, folks. Let's remember that. Yeah. Um, do you think that came into play? That two million pounds? Yes, one hundred percent. Anyone that says it didn't is lying. Yeah. I think Ed Balls is great in front of the media. Absolutely love him. It's such a nice yeah, yeah. bloke. Um, best interests at heart, but uh, there's no way the two million didn't come into play. Of course. So since the last time we spoke on here, there's been two games: Bristol City away, Blackburn Rovers at home. Two draws. Mm. Two games we've we've gone Shocking. ahead. Um, and not, um, I think the, the the real one for me where it was just like, okay, this is not progressing onwards now, was Bristol City. A team who'd won once in 19, a team who didn't have a manager, yeah. um, a team who'd sacked their head coach 
of the night. No, sorry, they did have a manager. They sacked their head coach the night of the game. Um, they've got Aaron Wilbraham's playing in their team. But then a similar thing happened at Brighton, Wigan, Rotherham. They're all of these games, yeah, yeah. Uh, no offence, these are all these games are sackable offences. They are. And so. the, the really frustrating thing about this is, as I know we've said on countless occasions this season, the playoffs have gone. Yes. We win at Bristol. Oh, don't we even win start at Blackburn. We're then four points off the playoffs <laughs> with Huddersfield and Leeds still to play. So if we would have won them games, then the playoffs mm. would have certainly still been on. Imagine if we'd won those real... Oh, the games you have to be winning. God, just so frustrating, isn't it? I... I kind of wish that it was over this season now. I know it's, I've never ever said that as a Norwich fan, but I think the fans, the board, the players just need closure because mm. it's just failed. Um, yeah, really poor. I mean, Blackburn, we were there. Um, I kind of expected the atmosphere to be a bit different to what it was. I thought it was going to be a bit more jubilant to what it was. It was. It was did you? Yeah, I think I did because I we, thought it was quite a defiant on the ball city at the beginning of the get of the game. Brilliant. But apart from that, that was it. Silent, pretty much. I mean, you can't blame the Norwich fans, though, Jack, for, for being like that at all. Because after sacking the manager and Alan Irvin's leading the team out, it's, everyone's not really sure what's going on. It was okay. Um, the Blackburn fans didn't offer anything either. So, I mean, Blackburn didn't offer much. I think they were probably the worst team I've, I've seen at Carrow this season. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing. And if it wasn't for Mitchell Dykes being slightly mature, absolutely love the guy, being an absolute storm, probably the best player on the pitch since he's arrived at the football club. Um, but no, he just let his head loose there, didn't he? So we are now in a situation where playoffs aren't achievable. Are achievable. Next season. Mind What, you still think we're going to get the playoffs? <laughs> you never know. No, we're not going to do it. Um, okay. There are also chance of, um, on Saturday, of sack the board. I think um, everything got absolutely blown out of proportion. I understand the supporters' frustration um, and um, even I, for some reason, I, I hate booing, but I booed when Alex Pritchard went off. Yeah, and you love, you've got such strong feelings towards Alex Pritchard. But why wouldn't you? Why and, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Come on, why wouldn't you? You're on another level, though. You've, you've, you've... Every single person that watches this video will agree with me. Alex Pritchard deserves more than he's getting right no, now. No, he does. Um, <laughs> I agree and with you. And he's better than Naismith. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm going to be devil advocate here. Go on then. It was a, 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 a solely a tactical decision to bring Pritchard yeah, off. It, it was. was. A... It was. So you can't really blame Alan Irvine. I think. No, I'm if, not. If you're, I'm not. At, if you're looking at anyone to blame in this situation, it should be Mitchell Dykes. Yes. And Alex Neal for not giving Pritchard the game time Agreed. before that. If, if Pritchard would have had yeah. that game time, there wouldn't have been an issue of bringing him off. I agree, Jack. The point I'm trying to portray is that I think all of the Norwich fans actually were just letting their anger be shown mm. um, and unfortunately for, for Alan and, and Alex Pritchard it just got taken out in that situation where do we go now then um, we've Managing I mean we're gonna, we're gonna yeah that would be good um, I'm gonna get on to the tweets in a bit which kind of ask the questions of, um, of well a whole range of questions I think we're gonna have to spend a lot of time on, on the questions that have been asked because they deserve our time um, but in terms of short term next couple of weeks because I've got written down on here we've not really got much to play for now and it's almost like a very very long pre-season I think yeah. I suppose we're in this, a similar situation now to, to Aston Villa they haven't had a lot yeah. to play for for a little while but um, then didn't they beat who did they beat at the weekend I don't know correct me one of the top teams was it Newcastle or Brighton one two anyway but, so Sheffield Wednesday yeah 
There you go. Of course not, it was. Not as good as them, but there you go. By the way, Sheffield Wednesday slipping up. I know. Oh, my God. This is the thing. We said Ugh. it on, on Saturday. There are so many average teams in this league, and I, I think... That's with no disrespect. I think it's actually the whole league has taken a, a, a downward spiral in terms of quality this mm. season. There hasn't, I, really would... I genuinely haven't watched an Norwich game mm. this season and looked at a team and gone, wow, you really deserve to win that game. Huddersfield. I wasn't there, so I can't say. Okay, but no, you, but even I. Huddersfield... Like in terms of championship football, they were excellent. Oh, come on, though. Like, really? Yeah, but that's where we're at. That's the reality. I'm just being honest. I'm saying there's a league, not where we're at. Oh, okay. Yeah. In terms of our competition, it hasn't been a, as good as the last time we got promoted. No, definitely. In that not. time, we definitely had a, a, a very strong Middlesbrough mm. team, a very strong Watford team. It's weird because of the amount of money. There's been more money pumped into the the league this season than ever mm. before. But the quality's been nowhere near. I mean, strange. Yeah, you look at Aston Villa spent what forty million in the summer, and aren't they literally paying like the fifth highest wage bill in Europe or something? I'm sure someone will correct me. I don't think it's the fifth, but it's certainly one of the highest. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get back to Norwich then. Um, something well, positive? I don't know about something. Is there anything positive? I don't. I don't know. Um, I want to talk about this Alex Neil thing a, a little bit more. Okay. Why did we not make that decision? Slash. Were we right to put faith in him when when a lot of other clubs wouldn't have done? Because I look back to December, November, I was looking at the fixtures today and I, I was looking at the fixtures and thinking, where did I turn? Where did I think, okay, Alex Neal isn't the man to take us forward? Yeah. And I think it was late November. We went, then you went, were early. Yeah, we went then went through that streak sort of December and January when we won once in 10 games. And that was the real downward spiral. A lot of clubs... Gary Rout was available. I'm sure we'll get onto him in a little bit. Um, but there were managers available. A lot, a lot of the managers that are still available were available back then. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the, the fact that there was no one out there to get. Yeah. We were still in a position where we could have kicked forward. Do you almost see that as a, a good trait for Norwich to have in the fact that we do put faith in our managers? But historically, that faith in managers hasn't worked out. You look back to Worthy, yeah. Chris Hewton. I don't think it's, football management isn't the same as it was. And, and that goes for recruiting the new guy. I mean, realistically, if we hire Alan Pardew, how how many seasons is he going to last at Norwich City Football Club? Probably, probably two mm. tops. Let's be honest. Um, so I don't think it's the same. I, I really don't. Um, I think I don't blame the board for for trusting him to a point in November. Trust him. But that game in December was it Brighton in December? Yeah, when it was Brighton. Yeah. That was that was it. Yeah, that was it. Um, but I think Norwich City has a history of. Um, doing things the right way, not too dissimilar to the to the clubs such as you know Southampton and perhaps I don't like rimming them too much, but Bournemouth, mm. um, you know proper football clubs that do things properly. And I think there's going to be more of that instilled within. And and I and I do actually genuinely trust Delia and Michael to make the right decisions going forward into next season. Okay, we'll get onto that in a little bit as well. Um, last sort of point I want to I want to stick on Alex Neil here. First of all, um, his statement today was I thought was very classy. Um, he said that he thoroughly enjoyed his time at Norwich City. Yeah. Created some fantastic oh, really? memories. We made it? his career. We've really kick-started it. Yeah. yeah. Um, second of all, what do you think the turning point was? I know that the, the, the board meeting was scheduled, so it wasn't like an emergency board meeting. No. In, in the board meeting that eventually got him sacked. Mm. But do you think it was the last two games, um, the, the draw at Bristol City and the, the heavy defeat at Sheffield Wednesday, or do you think it was just a collective where they just went, this isn't working. We've made a decision. It didn't work. Let's cut the ties. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think it was collective. I think enough was enough. I think they gave him ample opportunity to turn it around. 
um, as Ed Ball said, in light of um, you know that heroic um, display first time in the championship where he, where he got us up. Mm. Um, they, they thought he could do that again, and, and rightfully so, but he didn't, and they had to get rid. So it's a good decision. Um, okay, moan of the week. Moan of the week. Okay, go on. Um, the fact that we've literally got nothing to play for for the next nine weeks, and we are going to be going away mm. and home, going, okay, cool. If we win, sweet. If we don't, yeah. cool. Okay. Do you agree with that? Or do you yeah, think no, we do, do have something to play for? No. And it, and it, it was weird because it actually felt like a pre-season game, didn't it? Yeah, 100%. On the weekend. Really, it, it was really sunny. Did. It was it, everything about yeah. it felt pre-season. Um, I suppose the only thing, going against my point that I've just made, I suppose the only thing we do have to play for is off the pitch. Uh, structuring. It's all off the pitch, yeah. isn't it, for the rest of the season. This week is a huge week in terms of the football club, not just this season, um, but... I, Honestly, this season, if we don't do something as soon... If we keep Alan Irvin, which I believe is one of the questions... Alan Irvine will be managing this week's game. Yeah, fair. But if he's the manager for the rest of the season, that is going to leave a long, deep scar in Norwich City Football Club's history. Okay. Moan of the week. <clears throat> My moan of the week okay. is your barnet. And I'll tell you why. A barnet? What's wrong yeah, with it? Yeah, I'll tell you why. It's freshly cut. You've had a few comments in YouTube videos... You've not been, you've not paid attention to your audience, mate. What's wrong with it? Look, anyway, I've actually arranged for a special guest for the podcast this evening. Okay, um, and here he is. His name is Joe Caps. Who's this? He's a fully qualified barber, and he's going to give you a haircut. No, yeah, he is. So, what? Is, is my, is my loyal fan base being saying my and, hair and as a punishment you, he will do to your hair whatever he wants to do to your so hair so I don't get a say in it no not a say at all nah <laughs> nice to meet you Joe nice to meet you man how you doing I'm good you anyway let, and we, jo, do, and, we do know Joe uh, well, no we don't no we don't Joe, Joe has actually got a YouTube channel <laughs> as well yeah he does um, Joe while you while you cut my barnet talk to me while we talk about Norwich now if you're watching on, if you're watching on iTunes if you're listening on iTunes at this current moment in time... You'd be very confused. We've got a barber in, cutting my hair. So if you hear, like, a buzz, it's not like... It's, well, it's the, it's, the, it's the clippers. It's not a giant yeah. wasp. No. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Wasp. It's not a giant it wasp. It is a joke. So, caps. anyway, let's, let's crack on. Joe, do your best. Um, I'll, I'll try, mate. You're a Norwich fan as well, aren't you? Yeah, I am. So I'm sure we can get you, you involved in, um, in, this, in this discussion. Um, the next part is hype of the week. Joe, get cracking, mate. And um, what, are you, what are you going to do, first of all? What am I going to do? Is your hair? Yeah. Zero all over? No. That sounds perfect. No. Zero all over. What yeah. do you get? Get the ears nice and perfect. Um, <laughs> no, normally, um, normally a, a one. No. With a cheeky fade. Has to be a cheeky fade, though. My ears are big. That's my problem. I'll go for a four. It's because yeah. you've been go going up with Norwich fans moaning all season. Yeah. They get bigger every time. It is healthy hair, though, isn't it? It's healthy hair. <laughs> Anyway, Chris, um, hype of the week. What is your hype of the week? Um, hype of the week. New manager. Yeah? New manager. This is there. so weird. Here you go. This um, is actually kind of like being at the barbers. But the good thing about this is... is You've got cameras on you. Yeah, no, the thing is, I don't know if... Are you are you working in a shop at the moment, Joe, or not? Or are yeah, you, yeah. You I are. I'm working on St. Benedict Street. Is it very awkward talking to people? Do you find it tough to make conversation? Uh, depends on their age. Because you're similar in age to me. So. Yeah, yeah, because when I go into the barbers, I've well, I used to have a woman 
And it was, I was like, oh, nice weather outside, isn't it? It was, it was, it was my go-to. Nothing to talk about. Well, are you, first question usually for me is, are you a football fan? Yeah. And yeah, as soon yeah. as they say no, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going out. No, I'm not. Sorry, mate, I'm not, I'm not I'm cutting not your hair. I'm yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> okay, hype of the week. You said new manager. New, it's got to be the new manager. Um, but there's loads of things to be excited about. Because, uh, you know what I'm is really excited about? Yeah, i tell you what I'm really excited about. The prospect of Roy Hodgson being director of football. <laughs> I'm super hyped. No, no, seriously, and I'm not being sarcastic. I need to get this point across. The wealth of football experience that man's got, mm. the contacts in the game. If you if you turn up as a, as a potential player you, and you see Roy Hodgson as director of football, you think, this club is really making some shapes. No, no, don't laugh, Jack. I'm being completely serious here. You do. Yeah, got a good point. Very you. well. See, Joe. Do you agree, Joe? And he's uh, he. Look, well, he, he's cutting my hair, so I can't really disagree. Then. Yeah. yeah he's... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, agree. I. The the big point of last week's podcast, we were talk at that moment in time. Alex Neil hadn't been sacked. Yeah. And you were like, "Oh, Gary Rowett, always the popular thing." Does anyone actually know what Gary Rowett does? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back to you. Sure. What does it? What does a director of football actually do? Again, uh, like, like I've mentioned... Like, do you know what a director of football does? Yes. What do they do? And like I've mentioned... What do they do? I, I've already mentioned... You go over the do. end balls of dancing around questions. Uh, no, I'm not. I've already mentioned what they do, Jack. And I'll tell you what, what a director of football does. A director of football is plays a, plays a detrimental part in bringing in transfers to the football club. Okay. And he oversees everything. It's almost like having an arm from the footballing staff, i.e. the players, the coaches... The people that are at Colney mm. to the football club, the top brass, reporting back to Delia, that kind of thing. Mm. Roy Hodgson fits that like a oh, like a boot. He's fantastic. All right, so that was um, okay. That's one of the parts that we need to fill. Yeah. We don't actually know if we're getting a director of football. We yet. are. It is going to happen. Okay, so Roy Hodgson, cool. yeah, uh, manager. Now Boss. there's been a few big moves today, and by the time you're seeing this podcast, um, their moves might have already happened. Gary Rower is pretty much. Certain to go to Derby. Um, we've got Mark Warburton going to Nottingham Forest. Potentially, yeah. Alan Pardew isn't... Well, he's, he's very interested, but yeah. the board aren't. Yeah. Um, you need to stop laughing. Um, so who does that leave us with? Um, Pardew's the only option. Because I, I, had, a, I had a text off, um, off Simon Thomas today, and he, he texted me and said, now that Rowett's going to Derby... Mm. Now that Warburton's probably going to Forest, yep. why not keep Irvine in for the next four, six weeks and really assess our options before we jump into going for someone who maybe yeah. was the second choice? But we are, but as I've said already, Jack, like I think, I think we've been guilty um, of, of thinking too long term. Alex Neal was like, "Oh, he'll be a, he'll be a great manager in five seasons' time." Mm. We need results now. Mm. We need to be in the Premier League next season. Like literally, we're not going to be in there next season. But do you know what I mean? Though we need <laughs> yeah, some yeah. real, we need to kick up the arse. Yeah, um, and we need a manager that comes in with with arrogance, with nastiness. Mm. The the nice Norwich thing, I'm done with it. I'm fed up with it. That goes for the fans as well. We need to be nasty. Uh, we need some buffers in our team. We need some big players, and we need to play the championship game. How many times have we been buffed off the ball this season and lost games to teams that are on paper worse than us, Jack? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think I don't think you can just go with oh we need a lot of hooligans in the team because not hooligans buffers buffers what's a buffer big bogged up Mitchell Dykes buffer Mitchell Dykes exactly Chris Reid Joe Caps Joe Caps Joe, Joe. Uh, yeah Joe is a is a is a buffer isn't he 
Yeah, I'd describe him as a buffer. Cool. Joe, you're in. Um, <laughs> all right, then. So, um, I'm loving this look so far, by the way, Jack. What's go- I can't oh, actually yeah, I'm, see I'm what's done. going on. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> in the camera, it looks yeah. all right. Yeah. You know what? That was the smoothest little... Like, it was nice and smooth. Was it smooth? Yeah. There you go. Joe Caps, ladies and gentlemen. It feels nice. You know what the best thing about a fresh haircut is? Imagine how nice Alex Neal felt. Like, moisturising his bald head in the morning. Do pe- you, you know bald people, do they wash their heads? Yeah. They do. they do. And I think they moisturise religiously as well. Anyway, sorry, let's get back onto this because we're going off topic. Yeah, okay. So, um, actually, I want to get to the Twitter questions. Let's talk a bit louder right now. Okay. <laughs> um... Right, we went to you guys on Twitter and asked for your tweets. Um, basically, throw any questions you like at us. I've currently got a very loud buzz in my ear. Sounds like I've got tinnitus in there, so I'm going to speak very loud. Um, the first point I want to raise, actually, is... Do you want me to move? Yeah, you might have to, mate. Am I going this way? Or that yeah, way? Yeah, that way, that way. This way. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. No worries. Um, Tim Close. Looks like he's going to be going to Basel. Okay, so... I think, t- I think Tim... Uh, I, I'm not I, I'm not one to normally fall for rumours, but I feel like a lot of this isn't happened, a rumour. Things have happened behind the scenes, yeah. um, and this is more than a rumour. It's come from multiple sources. Mm. There's been a changing room thing mm. go on. You can see from Russ and Cameron Jerome's interviews, which, by the way, I'm so happy with those guys yeah, at the yeah. moment, being honest and transparent with the fans. That's what's needed. There's been a fallout. Tim Close has been part of that fallout. Would I like him to say at this football club? Of course I would, because on his day, mm. he's unbeatable. In the championship this season, he's been buffed, buffed, off, buffed off the ball far too many times. Yeah, and I, I don't think this is just a rumour either. I had um, a lengthy phone call today with a, with a Swiss journalist. Swiss really? journalist. Yeah, Swiss journalist got in contact. God, you are so cool. He wanted to, say, he wanted to speak to, um, to me about Tim Close. Wanted to get the low down. Yeah. Not really sure he came to me. Um, but basically, Basel at the moment, although they're miles ahead of any team in... Oh, I love that feeling. Any team in Switzerland. Sorry, for anyone that's listening in the podcast <laughs> now, um, Jack's getting some water sprayed into that luscious Barnet of his. That luscious Leon. Leon Barnet. What a play he was. What a play he was, to be fair. Um, what was I talking... Oh, yeah, Tim Close. So basically, apparently, at Basel at the moment, they're they've got a long-term goal of wanting to get that whole Basel team into basically homegrown players. Amazing. And of course, Tim Close came from Basel, yeah. was brought through the Basel ranks. And Do you not think he'll stick it out for another season? I, 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 I love Tim Close, and I think I love him so much because of his off-the-field antics. In yeah. terms of on form this season, I don't think he's warranted a place long-term. Uh, not too dissimilar to Alex Tete. You, you, you love yeah, him yeah. as a person, but as a footballer... Average footballer. Has he cut... Ooh, a bit harsh. No, probably. I don't think it is. Okay, fair enough. Alex Tete in, is, an, is an average footballer, okay. and I'm, I'm happy to say that. I, don't, I think Tim Close is better than average. Um, Joe, Tim, Alex Tete, what do you think about him? Should have got rid of him a few, quite a while ago. I yeah, think. I agree, because I think Alex There's Tete... no upgrade of the squad. Exactly. You said, you said last week, but it's a player if you look at 30. this current squad, yeah, yeah. how many players have we got in there that was under Chris Ewan? Ruddy, yeah, Martin, Tete, Howson. The dinosaur, Michael Turner. I, I, I couldn't believe he was still part of the squad. Yeah, people forget. Yeah, he is still a footballer, and you know he is still a thing. Big step aside. Um Right, so let's get to our first question, which is from Lewis Plummer. Thoughts on Ian Culverhouse going to Kings Lynn? Um, delighted for Kings Lynn. Great move for Kings Lynn, um, and really like Ian Culverhouse. So um, yeah, great. Brilliant. I love Gary Setchell at Kings Lynn. I thought he was an absolute boss. But um, yeah, that's a brilliant coup for Kings Lynn. 
And you know what I reckon? Here's my prediction the next two years. Oh, here we go. Grant Holt will be playing up front for him. I think it's a valid shout, you know. You heard it here first, and no, I'm tucking into the Bourneville. I think it is, because he, he still lives in Norwich. <clears throat> He's coming to the end of his playing career, although he is still doing very well at Hibs. Um, Kings Lynn. Very well, by the way. Decent-sized club. I don't think he's ready for Kings Lynn yet, Jack. Not just yet. Give it two years. Okay. Kings Lynn will be back in League Two. Okay. Um, Joseph Bird, who looks like he's a Liverpool fan, saying how big of a clear-out is needed in terms of players and who should be signed Huge. to take NCFC to the next level. Now, this Huge. is a very big question. Um, I think we touched on this last yeah, week, Yeah, we Jack, did. There's many, many. But there's at least six or seven players you could comfortably cut out this I suppose game. the different thing is now, though, is we've got... A, well, we're going to have a different manager. So that does change things yeah, up a bit. Yeah, it does. Um, we, we, yeah, we've said. I think. I think the thing we need to be this summit is ruthless. I don't think we've been ruthless enough. Um, Unfortunately, so um, the likes of Alex Tete, the likes of Tim yeah. Close, who, yeah, are decent players on their day, um, and are, are nice guys. Mm. Same with Russ Martin, top guy. I think he brings a lot of value to the football club, but he doesn't bring value on the pitch for D- me. Disagree this season. Yeah, maybe this season. This season, he's been fantastic. His leadership on the pitch so without him. Russell Martin has been fantastic, yet we've got the third worst defence in the league. Fair point. Boom. Like, I'm just saying, I at know. This, at this point, you need those sunglasses that go yeah. on your head. I'm just saying, I completely agree with you. I love Russell Martin. I think he's a top guy, a top professional, but is he doing a good enough job? He is, yeah. He is, yes. As a collective unit, no. All right, then. So you've got Russell Martin, you put him next to Tim Close, it's leaked goals all season. You've got Russell Martin, you put him next to Ryan Bennett, it's leaked goals. Ryan Bennett and Tim Close. I honestly don't think Russ no. is the problem. Really? All right, so you've just dropped Russell Martin then? No, I don't think Russ Martin is the problem. I think Russ Martin's played well all season, honestly. All right, cool. Stand by that. Um, Luke Speck saying, would you be open to making an approach for either Karanka or Wagner? Well, <laughs> well, of, well of course, but... The, you know, the, the likelihood of those managers coming to Norwich City is... You is say that, Wagner, fantastic job at Huddersfield this season. Will Huddersfield go up? Probably. Wagner but rejected Wolfsburg. He's not going to come to Norwich City. True. Are we bigger than Wolfsburg? Of course. <laughs> um, Matt Slater, the first thing the new manager needs to sort out. Everything. I'll tell Everything. you the first thing the manager needs to sort out. The pies. No... The pie, the was pies. I would really like. A good thing about Saturday is there a curry on the way there? I always get a curry pie. Mm. Maybe that's a Midlands thing. I don't know. The Bolty. No, they I... sell chicken Bolties, Chris, in the Parkway. Sorry. Uh, well, in which case, if it's not the pies, um, I think the, the the new manager needs to get the most out of youth players. Key point, Jack. Yeah. Youth players. I suppose, Joe. I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen Rob Butler this week say a lot about how he wants to, to bring an Alan Pardew in, a, a man who can lead the whole club rather than just the people who play on the pitch. Do you think that the, the modern-day manager's role is to almost go into a Paul Lambert and Alan Pardew, come into a club and lead everything? Or do you think it is to solely concentrate on the tactics and the game day? I think it's everything. Yeah? Because you look at like Ferguson, most successful mm. managers, they're on top of everything. Yeah. They so know every aspect of the club, and that's how a club should be run. I suppose we haven't had a manager like... No, since Lambert left. The weird thing is, though, Paul Lambert, what has he done since he's left Norwich? Would would you have him back? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Interesting interesting point. I'd love to hear what you guys think as well is, would you have Paul Lambert back now? No. Well, Wolves fans don't like him. 
All right, but he's a legend. No, 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 I know. What I'm saying is, since he's left Norwich, he's literally done nothing. Would you class... Would would the, would non Norwich City fans class Paul Lambert as a good manager? Probably not. Not anymore, no. So it's an interesting debate. Is yeah. the, is I'm not the, saying I would. I want Paul Lambert back. I'm mm. just saying it's an interesting debate. And I'm the wondering. opposite thing is Chris Hewton, terrible job here. One of the best managers Smashing in the championship at the moment. So yeah, it, but he did do well with us in the Premier League for the first season. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I suppose it is harsh on him. Football. Yeah, it it was the football he played, and I suppose that comes back to the point of Gary Rowett. Not the most attractive style of football, but effective in this league. Do we yeah. want a, a someone? Joe, would you t- would you take? All right, I'm throwing out here, very hypothetical. Would you take us being third in the league at the moment, but playing hoofball? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you can just change your style of play next season if you need to. Yeah, but is it as easy as that? Do you, can a manager change his style of football overnight? Yeah, I think you should adapt. Okay. You should be able to adapt. I suppose it's a valid point. I mean, well, what Alan, do you Alan's got no excuse. No disrespect to him, but I mean, he's he's not going to stay. He said he's not applying for the job. Mm. Just change it. I'm, I'm desperate to see youth players. Honestly, Madison um, and Godfrey, even Carlton Morris as well. Get him back seriously. So, next question is coming in from uh, Mark Woodroff, um, who's actually been in, in, interacting a lot with the podcast recently. So, Mark, thanks very much, mate. And as always, if um, you are new to the podcast, tweet us at. Uh, Jack Reeve TNT or at Chris Revo uh, or, or leave your thoughts down in the comment section of this video and if you're on iTunes then just, just say it to yourself or something um, <laughs> he said do you think the board will try and get a good expensive manager to get us to the Premier League or would you be happy with a cheaper slash mediocre option um, I think the board have been very guilty of going for the cheaper option um, because I think they're trustworthy people they put their trust in Neil Adams they put their um, unfortunately, they gave the manager's position to, to Brian Gump, which was a massive mistake as well. Never give a job to a legend, never offer it to them, because of course they're going to take it. I hope they've learned their lesson, and it's their last throw of the dice now, Jack. I, I, I think that, you know, how many more years realistically can Delia and, and Michael run this football mm. club? They're getting on. I yeah. absolutely love them, and I think they've done everything for this club, and I wouldn't have it any other way. They're fantastic owners. Um, but I really do think it's their last throw of the dice. They've got to get this decision right, Jack. Joe, do you do you trust the current board? Do you trust the, the current regime to make what are very wholesale and, and important changes over all the decisions over over the next coming months? Not at all. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. It's not ruthless. It's literally mm. just like they need a yes man kind mm. of thing. Even though Alex Neil gave off that like Scottish hard like they've yeah, got to be yeah. best friends of Delia. Yeah, they? so I mean, like they have to get on with them, and if, like someone like Pardew, I don't know. If, how their relationship would be. Yeah, and I suppose that was the reason why Lambert left. Is, is yeah, because that's what I mean. No, Lambert left because of David McNally. Well, yeah. It was, it, not because of David no, not. They would have had a say, surely. If, like, if, like, Lambert was, would... if Lambert was more subdued, then he wouldn't have fallen out with David McNally. That's what I'm trying to say. Lambert wanted to progress this football club forwards to an extent where McNally and, I'm sure, Delia didn't quite feel comfortable with it. Okay. Um, next one. Grant says, uh, will, you t- will you be disappointed <laughs> when Irvine... Or oh, he hasn't even given an option here. Will you two be disappointed if, I'm going to say, Irvine is announced until the end of the season? Yeah, hugely disappointed. Because there's no motivation there, Jack. Um, I think that Does it matter? Of course it matters. From this is end. our football club we're talking about, man. But there's nothing to play for now. There is. They've, they owe the fans. The fans. How much money mm. did you pay for your season ticket this season? Too much. Too much money. 
But that money doesn't matter if the, if the team play well until the end of yeah, the season, yeah. does it? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit split on this one because I, I, I still think the players are going to be moted under Alan Irvine and we saw that on Saturday. Mm. Although it was a very boring game, to play 80 minutes with 10 men is very tough mm. and they've done a good job um, to a certain extent. So I don't think... The thing I really don't want to... Look, it's a, it's a hard balance. One, I don't want to see us rush the decision and get it wrong. But two, I don't want to see us wait too long and miss out on possible yeah, opportunities. That is true. So it is a very tough one, a, a, a very tough balance to. Um, we need to. This is another thing as well, is that we need to start look, actually genuinely scouring Europe for for a manager. Yeah, that was the thing because I tweeted out earlier this morning, and I said, "Look, guys, are there any managers out there apart from the obvious, the Rowets, the Pardews, the the Warburtons?" that you're aware of and so many people got back to me obviously probably from like football manager knowledge but there are genuine good managers out there in Europe yeah. that I don't know about that you don't know about but that scouts would yeah 100% and if you actually look back through Norwich City's um, history in terms of the types of the nationalities of managers it's actually Northern Ireland or, or, <laughs> yeah. or Republic of Ireland yeah, yeah. Um, only Worthington in Aria I believe but before that there was many yeah, managers actually, that were Irish um, have we actually ever had like a European manager? Uh, I don't. Well, p- possibly. I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, Not I don't, in my I don't think so. Unless Scotland counts. Scotland might count as Europe. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, Finn Stevens, bit of a different one, bit of a light-hearted one, which is nice. If you could bring back one Norwich City player in their prime, who would it be? That is a real. Holtley. Yeah, it's got yeah. to be Holtley, isn't it? For me, it's got to be Holtley. Um, for me. It would be David Strahavka. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, it's got to be Dion Dublin. And I, it's a bit of an really? uncommon... Yeah, I mean, I really like Dion. Um, and I like Dion because he was a leader on the pitch, off the pitch, trained hard, um, was, was extremely nice to fans, always showed them the time of day, which is definitely expected, of course. Mm. Gelled the team together in a time where Rhoda littered our squad with lone players. Squad. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Big Dion. And the great thing about Big Dion is he could play anywhere. Yeah. He's, I tell you what, he's no Stephen Whitaker, but he could play anywhere. Up front, centre mid, yeah. defence, absolute baller. Joe, you agree with me? Holtley? I definitely agree with I have to say something different, don't I? Yeah, Otherwise, everyone yeah, has gone. Of course, that would be boring, wouldn't it? Um, Cameron, who looks like a Newcastle fan, um, do you genuinely think that you will go up next season? Huge rebuilding job could take years to establish once again. Now, first of all, this is quite scary because I think there's a very genuine, valid point in there that jobs like this aren't easy and if we get it wrong then we could seriously screw up mm. um, if it doesn't happen next season it's not going to happen for a while then we'll, we'll, we might end up you know don't say it I know what you yeah no okay you don't think we'll go up next season yeah really no think of the quality of the players the teams with the players and how much down yeah. and then on top of what everyone's mm. building already Norwich is too far behind I suppose on paper though we've, we've still got on one of the paper, best but you but yeah, our squad this season on paper. Yeah, that's very true. But I suppose go the, the the difference next season would be hopefully if we get things right, which is a very if at the moment. It it wouldn't just be on paper; it would be off paper as well. Mm, it would. You've so, asked me a question on mid chocolate. Yeah, I mean, Joe, what would what would make you more confident then? To if we, what would we have to do for you to say to me, "Yeah, we're going up next season." I'd probably go for a foreign manager, like you said. Okay. 
because it mixes things up completely yeah. and then you can get their knowledge of all the players from Europe, whatever yeah. European club they've been at or experience they've had that want it more because yeah, they want exactly. the Premier League more they're, they've got an opportunity in England then 100% and then look at the clubs that have done that like Huddersfield yeah, yeah. yeah Middlesbrough Barra, yeah Karenka yeah. um, no so it's a Anything else except for the manager? They've got such seriously though. They've got such a Scouting. rebuilding job. Scout. It's just everything. Yeah. Really good everything. point. We've got to start investing throughout the club, not just on playing staff. Is in the playing staff. Is in coaches. Is in scouts. Mm. All of that, and possibly even Ricky Martin as Make well. Make him manager. No. He, no, he deserves a little little upgrade, doesn't he? But the main role. <laughs> Ricky Martin hasn't been promoted from a Please, job for a don't, don't, don't slate Ricky really Martin too much. I get a bit defensive about Ricky Martin. Why? So. I just think it's unfair to slate him. Why? Because... What's he done to deserve his role? He's been very loyal to the football club Brilliant. over the years. Cool, so have I. They've had, Norwich have had loads of loyal people. Yeah. I mean, they're good for the club. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Adams. You know what? Yeah, I've been shot down there. <laughs> yeah. Neil Adams? What, is he still at the club or not? Is he still our lone manager? Uh, yeah, he is, yeah. Getting back on Canary Call, I say. Um, here we go. This is a really interesting question, actually, from that, at that boy Scott. Scott, thanks very much. He is a Norwich fan this time. Um, do you believe, as part of the restructure, a fan representative, possibly through the Canaries Trust, should be in place on the board? So I suppose this question is, does there need to be better communication with the fans and that made possible through the more fan involvement actually yes, on yes. the restructuring of the, of the board. Yes. So do you know what the Canaries Trust do? Um, I know that they are amazing at what they do. Yeah. So basically the Canaries Trust, if you don't know, is an organisation where there are members of the Canaries Trust. I'm not sure how many members there are. You pay £12 a year to be a member of that trust. From that money, they then buy shares in the club. Mm-hmm. So the Canaries Trust, uh, I think are the seventh highest shareholders in the club or okay. something like that might be wrong but they've got a fairly big um, chunk chunk of the club which means if everything goes tits up at least the fans have basically still got a say in it okay. um, from that they've got a very good um, relationship with the club they're constantly talking to them Robin Saint who is the chairman um, has a very good um, relationship with Ed Balls with Steve yeah. Stone so they're constantly talking to them and through that it means that mm. fans can have a say and the Canaries Trust have had a very big say in the past few weeks or the past few days I should say with Alex Neil. so <clears throat> with that being said let's take for example the Canaries Trust do you think they should have more involvement with the club do you think fans should have more of a say um, or do you think that's a risky risky route to go down because fans mm. are very emotionally invested and normally when you're emotionally invested with business it can often mm. lead to, to bad decisions. I think it's a fine margin. I think uh, the fans haven't been listened to enough this season, mm. but when they have, it's not been recognised enough. Mm. I'd really love to see more transparency from the top brass down to the fans. Um, you know, if we go on a poor run of form, let's reassure the fans why we're sticking with Alex Neil, for example. That should have happened at least three times this season. Yeah. Um, you know, gone should be the days where Norwich City fans are left in the dark about things. Um, you know, even the even the you know the, the, the dodgy email Q and A's about whether we care about electric turnstiles and the pies going up and who we follow on social media. Mm. I actually quite like that. I think fans being given um, you know the, the accountability and credibility. Yeah. yeah, and you invest more in it. You buy more in it. 
Um, and I think the fans should be offered more. I think the club owe Norwich fans. Um, obviously, they're doing things like you know the half price Villa tickets. Brilliant. Um, but you know, you look at Brighton. You look at Brighton yeah, and yeah. what they've done. Um, you know, with their shirts for is it under sixteens or something like yeah, that? Yeah. So all oh, I want to get this right now. I read an article. I think it's all. I think it's under twelves. Literally everyone in Brighton gets a free shirt or something like that. I don't think you've just got to be a fan. Okay, well that's even better. But yeah. all, I, all I, and I, and I did see as well Sunderland are doing twenty-five pound season tickets for under tens. I think next year. Wow, that's incredible. That is incredible, but I, but for me, just a lit, but just something nice. I think I think the fans need to be given more. But mm. but going back to the question, um, they need to be recognised, not just listened to, but genuinely recognised and listened to. Would, I completely agree with you, and I think fans do need to be treated well. But I suppose the other point of view is here, and going back to Ed Balls' interview with BBC Radio Norfolk when he said it's very tough to keep a constant. Oh, totally agree. A constant running commentary called it on the process to sack a manager because it's just not possible. We just need to do that, but just an update every. You know what? Even if they set like a quarterly update, whether it's going good or not, not just I'm not just talking about the financial end of year statement, Jack. Every quarter, let's do it. Yeah, a fans update. Why not? Or even a little like kind of fans forum kind of thing. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Cool, Aaron Myhill. Would you rather a manager with experience? Or an unknown upcoming manager. Also, is it time for James Madison to start? A hundred percent experienced manager. A hundred percent, it's time for James Madison to start this season. Perfect opportunity for him mm. to to get some game time now. Um, you know, against some decent teams. Joe, I'm going to come to you here. Chris has just said that he wants an experienced manager. Two managers that we've talked about who would like to see Wagner or Karanka weren't known about before they have their respective success at their clubs. So, is there an argument there? Maybe if we bring someone in from, I don't know, the Spanish division who we don't know about. I know, I can't remember his name, but the Las Palmas manager has been in with a shout. Would you... I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, I'd definitely go... Definitely go abroad. Yeah? An experienced manager, it's like... I don't think... I think there's much more possibilities mm. if you go for someone just like Alex, what happened with Alex Neil, yeah. but obviously it wasn't the right fit in the end. But he had that instant hit because he wasn't known. Mm. There wasn't a, there wasn't the pressure of the name and automatic success. But if we go abroad, Joe, it, we have to have experience. It's just absolutely yeah, essential. Some, some some form of experience, but not like ridiculously high. Not like a, like, not good like a playing, no, good playing yeah. style, good like team ethic, like chemistry. Yeah. As long as like someone with, I actually, I look at um, Conte at Chelsea. Yeah, and I, I, I love him. I absolutely yeah. love him. I think I don't think we're going to be able to get Conte. I wish just yet. But his attitude and the way he inspires his players, and even you look in the dressing room after the game, they've, they've got a beer mm. after a game of football. They've got a beer. And professional football is in 2017. But if the manager is respected by the players, the players work harder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all that really needs to be said on that one. Uh, let's go to Sean, who also always interacts with the podcast. So, Sean, big up to you, my friend. He says, um, what changes would you like to see to be made in our restructure? Now, I'm going to kick this one off because there's a lot. So, we need a new manager. We need a CEO. We need a um, director of football. Yeah. We need to get rid of Ricky Martin. New and- ball boys. <laughs> yeah. Far too slow, honestly, far too slow. <laughs> have been for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
that's a, that could be the big problem. Yeah. Um, get rid of Ricky Martin and get an actual uh, recruitment structure in that works. Did Ricky Martin's last transfer window work? No, it didn't. Why did he get the job? Don't know. Ricky Martin, sure he's a nice guy, doesn't deserve the job. Chris. Oh, and of course, just the small fact of getting about 10 new players in. I have nothing to add to that. Is Next it? question, nothing to add to that. That's a, yeah, a big one, isn't it? Um, Matthew Howman um, says, which players uh, to keep and build a team around next season and who goes? Johnny and- Housen. Wes Houlihan. Even Wes, though. I love Wes. But it is very odd that we are still looking at a player who is 34 years old yeah. for any spark of creativity. Yeah, but I mean, we can't, we can't lose yeah, him. Because he's an important part of the dressing room. People love and respect him, and rightly so. Joe, anyone who's in a pretty torrid time this season you'd love to keep? And, uh, and I suppose build around? It's hard to say. Like You've basically covered probably the main players. Mm. Oliveira. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, brilliant course, shout, actually. Yeah, yeah. Very good shout. Um, f- completely forgot about them. Love his fight as well. Yeah. You just love anyone who gets sent off needlessly. Yeah. There's, not, there's not many players, I think, deserve to stay if you... Because... Ruddy? Nah. No, get Should rid of gone ages ago. Fair play. Completely That's just another player who we've just settled with. Yeah. And the replacement of like McGovern is not good enough yeah. to the standard. We've settled, what? haven't we? I think that's a, a great mm, word. We've settled on things. Tete, we've settled on him. Yeah, yeah. The only player from that Chris Hewton era who we've still got who I genuinely love is probably Johnny Houser. Yeah. Probably, hundred percent. I look at the others. Yeah, Ruddy's a, a, a decent keeper, but nowhere near to stand he was. No. He, I think he probably wanted to leave and chose of to he stay. Didn't want to go to and, yeah, exactly. So, um, I've got hair on my mouth now. This is awkward. Uh, <laughs> By the way, haircut's looking very good. Is it? I can't. I can, yeah, it is. We've got yeah, the I've little screen. Skip from some things out, otherwise it would have been too loud. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd rather a budged haircut and good audio quality. It's all about the fans, Joe. Yeah. Um, um, can we hate hate of the week? Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> or oh, I know this is a good one. Capital Canaries, big up Capital Canaries. Um, friend has mentioned Canaries. Barnsley Gaffer Heckenbottom as a possible candidate. Looking about this guy earlier. Should be in with a shout. Done great things with Barnsley. I'll take that as a no then. <laughs> Jack. Why not? Jack, seriously, we can't be looking at Barnsley and aspiring to these managers. We're Norwich City Football Club. Yeah. We're not Tin Pot. We've got to get rid of this little old Norwich attitude. That's a bit harsh on Barnsley. They tonked us this season. Did they? Yeah, they. Yeah, they did they? Yeah, they they beat us. Did they? We're playing them on Saturday, so um, yeah, bring it on. Don't wind their hooligans up. Um, get to your hate of the week. Yeah, this is a new feature that we're doing on the podcast, actually, um, and the reason why we're doing it is a bit deep. Is it? Well, what, uh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, why are we doing hate of the week? Well, basically, I was I was on the Long Ball Street podcast on last week. If you not, if you haven't checked out, check it out Long Ball Street podcast. But yeah. listen to our one first. And on there, basically, um, they talk to me about how to deal with hate. And I think even more so because we're kind of younger people, mm. I suppose it's maybe tougher to deal with hate comments. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Um, but we get our fair share. We do. And um, we thought we'd share them with you. Yeah. And I, I think... There's a bit of a laugh. I think the thing is with hate comments, if it's genuine, like, I listen to constructive criticism. Of course I do. And I listen to people I respect. If I don't respect them, and if it's not constructive criticism, it goes like over me like. And a, we're now going to read them fish. out because 
some of them are just absolutely priceless. Um, but the real thing is, actually, to get a bit deep about this, Jack, is that, you know, if you're a young guy and or, or girl and you're listening to this mm. um, and, you know, you're bullied at school, um, I, I really I wouldn't say we're to... being bullied here. I'm, we're not being bullied, but what I mean is, like, Chris this is. is a really important <laughs> yeah, life Chris lesson is. on being bullied. <laughs> I'm being bullied. Right, so let's read it out. So I've got a few to read out. Should we take it in turns? I don't, I don't get any hate, so... You do. <laughs> you do. No, you just read them out. I haven't okay. got any on my phone, so... So, um, I've got a few here. Jacob Murphy's been our best player this season. I usually don't mind Chris, but he was unbearable here. <laughs> yeah, you've had a lot of criticism about your love for Jacob Murphy. Why? He's a youth player. He's one of our own. He's up and coming. All right. He doesn't track back. Of course. All right. He doesn't track back. Don't beat, the, don't beat the guy up. He's I'm a good player. No? I'm fine, thanks. Um, right. Next on the list, this is one of my personal favourites, Jack. I'd love to get your opinion on this. Jack, mm. you don't need Chris on your podcast. In my opinion, he doesn't add any value to your channel. How do you feel about that? Well, you pay me to appear on it. There you go. No, no. Of course you add value. Food. Oh, thanks, mate. Who was that, by the way? Um, shout out to Michael Heron. Didn't you also say his second name? <laughs> yeah, not a nice bird either, Heron. Herons are quite... Yeah. Once Nick one of my fish. Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, here's, here's another one. Quick one. Um, yeah. Chris is so effing deluded. Yeah. Just STFU, mate. This one I got really hurt by. Like, it really hit me hard. Um, and... I cried for hours over this. Like, I really, really cared. So, big shout out to Harry Good, who looks like he's a Brighton fan. Um, yeah, great comment. Really added value there. Literally no reason to hate on us because Brighton spanked us this season. Yeah. So, but again, if he'd said, you know, Brighton 5, Norwich 1, fair play. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, hate of the week. Jack, the week. what about you? Have you nice got any? Um, or are you going to stay out of it this week? Yeah, I'll stay out of it this week. Okay. But Jack um, does get abused as well. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um... By you. Yeah, I do, to be fair. Um, upcoming game. Yep. Barnsley. Yep. What do we do? Yeah, what do we do? Uh, field young players um, that really care. He's got to mix it up by now. The, the weird thing with Bourneville is it tastes more like milk chocolate than dark chocolate. It's lovely. I love Bourneville. Mm. I, when I went to, when I, back in the day when I went to school, I used to buy one of these on the way. And have, I would have finished a whole bar of chocolate before the you end of fall time. dark chocolate on the way to school. I'm sorry, but I just... You were bullied, weren't you, at school? I've been a baller all my life. Who buys dark chocolate in school? I got called a snob, by the way, the other week. So, big shout-out to, to that guy as to well. To be fair, is Bourneville snobbish? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it kind of like, I think that's I'm a, better than normal chocolate. I think that's a justified yeah, comment. Yeah, so, fair enough, I'm a snob. Yeah. Um, Barnsley at home, Jack. Um, yeah. For me, we've got to feel that... Alan Irvin hasn't got an excuse... Um, he's got to field his own side now. Will and it be Alex Neal's? I hope, I hope not. No, of course it won't be. Um, I, I'd love to see Madison there. I really would. Um, I'd love Godfrey. to see Godfrey as well. Um, who else is there? What do you mean, who else is there? Like, in terms of youth players. Okay, well, it's not just the youth yeah, players. Yeah. Pritchard. Yeah. Um, you know, it, we, we've got to do something radical. We've got to completely mix it up. Mm. We really have to. Let's just stick Benning Ashley Seal in centre-back. Okay, I'm, I'm up for that. He's a striker, but perfect. I'm going to switch up. Cool. Um, Joe, what, what do you want to see happen from Barnsley? What, from Norwich? Yeah, just, yeah. just in terms... He's too busy cutting your hair. He's yeah, yeah, sorry, I zoned out, mate. What do I, I hope you didn't zone out. You cut his hair. 
You know what I mean. I was in the zone. Okay. okay. In the zone. Um, yeah, yeah. What team do you want to see? What style do you want to see us play? Formation? What pie do you want to buy at half-time? Well, I think because the season's pretty much over, they mm. might as well just try something different. Do you want... Do, do you want... What... <laughs> happens, though, over the seasons. They go, oh, well, they might as well try and change something up. Now there's nothing to play for. Like, mm. well, as soon as we basically relegated, it's like, oh, we might as well try something different yeah, now. Yeah, frustrating. It's all the time. It's never found the perfect fit of anything. He speaks, he speaks the truth. If I, if I was Alan Erdvine, I'd just walk into the change rooms. You know the scene out of Wolf of Wall Street when the Caprio is kind of like, like that, <laughs> I'd go in the change rooms and I'd be like, "Lads, I'm fuck it, fucking leaving." Stevie, Stevie Nate Smith, you're in centre back. Surely midfield in ode to Alex. He has played midfield, yeah. Get Stevie Wicks, we're recreating Brentford at home. We're sticking you in centre midfield. Can I just bring this up? I'm out of Can I just bring this up a really interesting point? And I'll wangle my pen at you while I say this. Um, my pen. An absolutely brilliant shout from Norwich fans at the weekend, which was, "Go on, Stevie." High foot him, chat, literally kill him. Yeah. Norwich fans in the Stevie Barclays, Whitt should have been sent off at the weekend. By the Norwich way. fans actually wanted Stephen Whisker to get sent off, mm. and I was—I I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was our man of the match. The thing with Stevie is he's, he's kind of like a hybrid, isn't he? You just play him anywhere, just literally anywhere. Yeah, he's—I think he's got the. Um, I, mean, Uefa, I mean, rhythm is a dancer. UEFA ranked his golf Rangers as the 16th best goal ever in Europe. Are you being serious? Yeah, I think he's scoring at Sporting Lisbon. For that alone, new contract. So basically, he's the 16th best player in Europe. Yep, that's why he's here. Signed for free. Great value for money. Only school screamers. Swansea. He does. One. Derby. That was a good goal. Exactly. Anyway, enough about Stephen Whitaker. It's chocolate. Score prediction, Jag. Um, don't you think it's a shame that we can't like be like... 3-0 Norwich. Like, there's no fight from you anymore. Barnsley aren't as good as they were before the January transfer window. They lost Conor Hurahan, Sam Winnell. Say that under a few. Conor Hurahan. Do you know what I'd love to see? Paul McVeigh commentate on Norwich if we had Conor Hurahan <laughs> and, and Wes Hulahan. Love Paul McVeigh. With a bit of passion. It's all about the passion, Chris. It is. It's all about the passion. That is an awful Irish accent. He's not going to be happy with that. Sorry, Paul. Score prediction. 1-1. <laughs> Really? Yeah, like genuinely. I can't, I literally can't go through a 1-1. Um, I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to be completely out there and I'm going to say we're going to beat Barnsley 3-0. 3-0? 3-0. We're going to beat them 3-0. Joe? Uh, lose 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely. Yeah? To be Genuinely. Yeah. Like, it will happen. The atmosphere will be very cagey yeah, and it's not going to improve, is it? So he's got a great... The team. only positive I can see this week is at least Irvine can pick his team this week. Very true. Very true. Um, and I is go, that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, we, we'll find out, won't we? Yeah, um, we'll find out. Anyway, I suppose that rounds it up. Um, hair in my mouth. Shall I finish while you talk? While you get the hair? Yeah, you have mouth. a little finish, and I'll. Um, and I'll you know, thanks for watching the podcast, guys. Um, listening as well. Like, like, and like, and subscribe. Um, and also um, subscribe to, to Joe's YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Just smashing life, full stop. Smashing, yeah. um, the the, the Caps brother, the Caps brothers are all over it. Um, he's got a great brother as well. So check out their channels. Absolutely awesome. Like and subscribe. I what suppose. You, what, what do you finish a video on normally? Well, I'll, can I say like out, a classic TNC? Sorry, he knows. He knows. Don't say I've got a few. I've got a few more things to say. Okay, sorry. If you're on iTunes, subscribe. 
Actually, had a lot of iTunes listens this week. So Boom. Well thank done. you. And I also, if you've got this far and you're on iTunes, send a picture of where you're listening to the podcast from. We had someone last week send a picture in from Los Angeles, was driving down this road, seeing the background with the TNC podcast on his, oh, on his dashboard. That is incredible. That's what it's all about. I can't actually remember who it was. Whoever you are, doubt there's many TNC fans in LA. Well, how about this? this I'd like to see a picture of someone listening to the TNC podcast in the weirdest place possible. No, that no. No, that that'd be weird. Mate. Yeah, but that's why it's it'll be so weird. Come up. I don't trust. Right, that are fan. you finishing or is Joe or am I? Yeah, go and subscribe to Joe. Links in the description. Um, subscribe to to the Talk Norris at YouTube channel. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, a massive thank you. Leave any thoughts and stuff you want us to talk about next week in the comment section below. Leave a like, and I will see you guys next week for another episode. Peace out. Once upon a time, a fairy tale, I know.